And that music means it's time for the Pilch Point with online editorial director of Laptop Magazine and Tom's Guide, Avram Pilch. Avram, are you there? Yes. All right. Huh. I am. Am I square or widescreen today? You're so square, it's unbelievable. It's hip to be square, say. <laughs> Indeed it is. Is that what the new the new, new York craze is? Be square? That's right. I'm going to go, you know, forget 16.9, forget 16.10, 4x3. I'm just going to be 4x4 four four next week. Perfect square. 4x4? <laughs> four <by> four. <laughs> then the week after, I'm going to be pillar boxed. I'm going to pillar box my whole um, shop. I believe they call that the pilch box now, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yes, they call it the pil- they call it the pilch box. Let them know who you are, Mister Hollywood. So I am the online editorial director for Tom's Guide and LaptopMag.com. Uh, you can check you can check us out at the at Tom's Guide.com, and follow me on Twitter at, at Geek and Chief. A lot of people don't uh, if they're new to the show, they yeah. hear these references. Let's go ahead and explain, Abram, just for a second, just to bring people up to speed here. On why he harasses you every week. Why I harass you about your celebrity status uh, <laughs> as it pertains to our show. Ah, right, because I'm getting to be such a, such a big deal here. <laughs> now that my, uh, some of my articles have gotten picked up and other sources and things like that. But this is my main celebrity gig. I'm famous because of you guys. Look, man, I thank Stop with the humbleness pie thing that you're doing. All right, listen, the, the fact yeah. of the matter is, uh, when I knew you, you were the... You, you, know, you know him now. I kind of... Yeah, he doesn't I don't, know me. I don't know him anymore, man. I don't, I don't know about He's this. got to be such a cheese, a big cheese. When, <laughs> when he was on the C-list, I knew him. I don't, I don't know this guy. This guy now behind I'm on Now I'm on the C-plus list. The C-sharp list, actually. The, the C-sharp list. That's four pluses. Good. When I knew him, he was a lowly guy that that hadn't done any podcasting. He wanted to get involved. He's no regular podcasting, right? He had no no real experience doing that. He was only the online editorial director of one website. Yeah, now it's two. Let's see if we can take over three. He wasn't on Fox News. He had a full two minute nationally syndicated Fox News report now about vending vending machines. He's not yes. a vending machine guy. He is the international expert on vending <laughs> machines, in case you didn't know. Add that yes. to your resume. Right? Yes, that's right. I'm going to put a vending machine expert. Uh, you, look, that that's something a C-lister would say. That's you gonna, That's going to go in his Twitter profile. <laughs> Interactive vending machine expert. There you go. Say. That's the important part. The, the, that's, that's the important part. We look at... At Laptop Mag slash Tom's Guide, we have a pretty decent relationship with a couple of media uh, companies like uh, Fox and CNBC. Uh, and so some of our people, including me, have been on a f- on for a few things. But uh, my boss gets on a lot more than me. So. It, it's true he does, but never once, and I can honestly say this because I do watch the Saturday morning news uh, on the weekends. I do watch it on Saturdays, obviously, because it's Saturday yeah. morning news. Um, never once have I seen... Mr. Spoon Hour or or Cherie or anybody show up local broadcast ever. This is an Avram only thing that's (laughs) happened. And quite frankly, I'm okay with it. I just don't forget about us when you reach your way all the way up to, you know, ABC. 
when when Disney calls you for a voiceover for the vending machine expert cartoon, like just don't forget exactly. about us. I want him to voice a vending machine. Oh, that'd be amazing. That would be a, that would be awesome. I just have to know how exactly how to do a kachink sound. Good call. Good call. That would be one of the worst tech ideas ever. Uh, we uh, uh, an Abram voiced vending machine. Yes. Uh, well, if I'm not be... if I'm not mistaken, you've got some other ideas on terrible tech ideas too. This is a time of year when we look at uh, when we look at uh, you know look forward to a really uh, exciting fall, um, whether you like it or or not. Apple is probably coming out with one or two new iPhones. Uh, the Galaxy Note Four will be coming out along with possibly another new Samsung watch. All kinds of things are going to be happening uh, in time for the holiday season. Uh, But uh, not all of them will be good ideas. Uh, Just this past week, uh, Cherie, who some of uh, the regular watchers know, uh, is a colleague of mine, Cherie Smith, has been reviewing a product called the HP uh, Slatebook 14, which is one of the world's first Android notebooks. Uh, and looking at it, she and I uh, feel like, wow, this Android notebook idea is a pretty bad idea. Uh, and it made me th- and it made me think about what are some of the other really bad ideas that I've encountered uh, in in my career and that uh, the world has had to encounter. Unfortunately, uh, I mean, I always give people props for trying. Uh, if they made everything work well, I wouldn't have a job because uh, people would just true. buy whatever. So I love bugs and I love epic failures. So let and me, I love to make fun of them like I'm about to do. Perfect. Let, me, <laughs> let us try here. We have, you know, there's there's three of us here in this conversation. I haven't seen your list. Let us try to guess one each that might be on your list. Oh, I'm a, I I could probably do one. Worst tech ideas. Uh, the Microsoft Kin. Yes. Is on the yes. list, right? That's on the yes. list. Okay. Yes, that's an e- that's an e- that that's definitely. Uh, definitely an easy one for those who don't know but the Ken. Uh, what was makes it even worse? Microsoft's phone that came out at like almost exactly the same time as Windows Phone Seven, the first Windows, you know, phone operating system. That you know, it what it did. It couldn't surf the web. It just did social media. It was not meant to be a smartphone, but you had to pay smartphone data rates, and it was being developed at exactly the same time on exactly the same Microsoft campus as Windows Phone, they were developing a competing yet inferior product. So, I'm sorry. I heard Android and Chrome OS. What? Uh, (laughs) You got one? Can you you guess another one? Chrome Chrome OS is not exactly a great idea, but it's one that's been working, so I can't really slam it too badly. But it's it's two competing products being developed on the same campus. True, but not for the same exact device. That's true. Um... Although with Android being put on the the slate book, now uh, it is it yep. kind of is now on. The- <laughs> that's on my that's on my list. <laughs> um, I don't know. I actually don't know that I can predict anything that might be on your list, Abram. A list. But what, if you were making the list, what would you put? Wow. If you were on the list, if you were making the list, what would you put? What would I put? The sim, the latest SimCity game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I honestly probably that. Um, the 
the uh, the original iPod that required FireWire when no computer had it. That was a pretty bad idea. Yeah, that was terrible. I agree. That's pretty a good bad one. idea. Any type of standard that is just a weird standard that you're trying to like stand out and start your own uh, connection connection port. or media <laughs> hub. Right. So, for example, uh, and it is an epically bad idea, but it's such a bad idea that few people heard of it. But I think it's worth reliving. Uh, is uh, the uh, the V Media Desk? Has anybody heard of the V Media Desk? So such oh a bad idea. I'm not sure if any of it ever came to market. Any of them ever came to market? I don't know anything about this. Talk to me about this V Media. So back in about 2009, when netbooks were all the rage, someone had the brilliant idea that uh, since you don't have a DVD player on netbooks, we need to invent a new media uh, format uh, to sell movies on. Now, at a time when you could get you know SD cards or micro SD cards or flash drives with 4, 8, 16, 32 gigabytes of storage quite easily, even back then, even five years ago, mm-hmm. the V-Media disk was limited to one gigabyte. Uh, it was a proprietary format that could only play things, and it was uh, lower than 720p resolution movies that were on it. Well, it yeah, if it only had a, a gig lot. of storage. <laughs> it was a really tiny little cartridge uh, that be like a just, you know, Wow, you need this to sell your movies on. That's I terrible. Mean, even in 2009, which was quite a while ago, this was a bad idea. Absolutely. You uh, you just pitched another one, the netbook. Uh. <laughs> you know, the netbook, you could call it a bad idea, but it was an idea that drove other ideas forward. Absolutely. You had the concept. You had the concept in the netbook of hey. People want something that's lightweight, inexpensive, and lasts a long time on a charge. Uh, that's where ultrabooks are are coming from now. And when you think about it, you know, netbook to get you know pay three four hundred dollars and be able to get a notebook that lasts ten hours on a charge and weighs three pounds. That w- that was really pushing things forward. Unfortunately, in order to get that, you often had to suffer with a terrible keyboard and uh and fairly slow processor right things are getting better today but i think we kind of owe a little some props to netbook for doing that uh intel wouldn't have uh spent all the time on the atom processor which without that we wouldn't have a lot of the windows tablets that we have today so the the netbooks certainly created technology that then lasted but the netbook itself was kind of a weird and some of them were weirder than others i mean the Windows ones made kind of some sense, but if you saw some of the terrible Linux ones that I saw, uh, they were unbelievable. My favorite, though, was the uh, what was it called? The the G was it G Tech? I'm, I'm trying to remember now. Liberty, Li- uh, the Liberty gave you the liberty to use any operating system you wanted as long as it was on a USB stick because there was no internal storage. Nice. That's a That's good idea. That's why they called it the Liberty. You were at liberty to take a USB stick and boot off of it because you weren't at liberty to boot without one. That's great options. That That is flexibility and diversity in the workplace. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, I, I think 
you should I think we should market a laptop with no screen and then you'll be at liberty to plug in any external monitor that you want. Um Avram now, okay. <laughs> you you may joke like that's a terrible idea. But if I could buy a 1920 by 1080p USB portable monitor, you bet your butt I'd buy that laptop without the screen. <laughs> Fair well, enough. You can buy the USB portable monitor. Uh, you know, the uh, Asus MB168B+, uh, say that five times fast, uh, is is a portable monitor that's 1080p, only 15 inches, but pretty nice. That was my, uh, that was my holiday present last year. But... But I digress. Those, but those are bad. I- those are good ideas. What are what are some of the <laughs> some more of the bad ones? Another really bad idea was the uh, from more recent vintage is the uh, Acer Aspire R5. Uh, now that's a Windows notebook. Uh, like many hybrids, the screen kind of flips out. But they decided that you know if you have a touchscreen, why on earth would you need something like a touchpad? I mean, you can have it, but why not put it behind the keyboard where it's oh, less yeah. prominent? They put the, the touchpad in back of the keyboard because we don't want you to be distracted by having to reach all the way across that touchpad to, uh, to t- touch the screen. The screen would actually flip forward to cover over the touchpad so you could just get that like one finger length closer to touching an icon. Uh, pretty, pretty bad idea. People want when people buy a laptop, they at least want to have a touchpad on it that they can use. Uh, to be fair, we've seen some others out there that uh, others out there that have no touchpad at all. Um, some of these sliders, like the Sony Vio, but uh, at least that's, that's a slide-out keyboard. At least that's committing to the concept. At, at least they've said, you know yeah. what, we're done. You have a touchscreen, no touchpad at all. Period. But going and putting yep. it in a place that's less convenient than not having it at all is a really yeah. dumb idea. It's it's a it's a pretty bad idea. Uh, you know, I think a lot of these ideas have to do with combining things that just don't go well together. That instead of being like chocolate and peanut butter, are sort of like black licorice and mayonnaise together. Uh, oh, because because. I mean, you take, for example, you know, Android and laptop uh, we were talking about. In theory, Android could be an operating system you would want on another type of device. But the way that HP has done it, the way that I think there was one other attempt at this that we've seen is just throw the standard tablet operating system on there. There's no accounting for using a touchpad. There's no multi-window mode. Just, you know, have, have at it. Good luck to you. And by the way, the slate book is four hundred twenty-nine dollars, which makes it a hundred or two hundred dollars more than some Windows notebooks that are actually made for this stuff. Uh, another example of really not knowing when to of combining sort of black licorice and mayonnaise would have to be the Motorola lap dock. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but for a while, when Motorola was its own company, they had this brilliant idea that since smartphones are so smart, why not plug one into a laptop dock and yep. turn your smartphone into a laptop? Unfortunately, you were turning your smartbook into the worst kind, uh, the worst kind of netbook, and you were spending more than a, a standalone netbook to do it. It was around four hundred dollars to do two. this. <laughs> right. The worst part about it, though, is it's worse than having an Android laptop because Android's a pretty fully functional operating system. There's millions of apps for it. All that the Motorola 
when you plugged it in, you didn't get the Android operating system. You got the special Motorola operating system that only ran Firefox. Yep. You know, it it was like Chrome OS but with Firefox. And <laughs> yeah, and, that's about right. And uh, nobody wanted this. Surprisingly, nobody wanted to spend extra to get it. Particularly when you had combine this with a terrible keyboard, an awful screen, and a terrible price. And and the way the phone uh, docked in the back, it was so it like there was nothing protecting it from getting hit and just snapping the USB port right off in the middle. Unfortunately, we see a lot of um, notebooks that or laptops that are not f- good for putting on your lap. That's certainly one of them. Uh, but it's not alone. I mean, we've seen a whole bunch where they're hybrids and they're really top heavy. And if you just don't hold your legs just right, they'll sort of fall, tip over. Uh, this is one where obviously having your phone in the back, not exactly, uh, especially when the phone is pretty expensive too. You don't want it exactly popping out. Uh, I mean, a better idea is what uh, Asus has been doing with things like the pad phone, yeah. where it, it slides into a secure compartment on the back of the on the back of the other device. So it's so, not just out and waving around. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you want to wave your $500 smartphone in the air. Like you just don't care. When, when uh, we first got those in, cause I was still in retail at the time when we got those things in, I looked at it and I'm like, wow, let's uh, not put this display up. Cause this is a terrible idea. <laughs> I mean, you know, in theory, the amount of processing power in your phone could be harnessed for, for something like running a desktop operating system. Absolutely. But 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 not that one. No, not, <laughs> not that, that way. One. And not with that and not with that dock. So, uh, you know, that that was that was pr- pretty bad. Sometimes you have bad combinations and then sometimes you just have a bad extraction. And and then uh, sometimes you just have bad things like black licorice and mayonnaise. All right. Oh, that hurt my stomach I, when you said I'm that. I'm still upset about that. Avram, uh <laughs> Great stuff as always. Oh my gosh, the list of uh, of gadgets here is just is priceless. Where can we go to find out more gadgets and more great articles that you guys produce? Sure. So check out uh, this list will be posted probably tomorrow on laptopmag.com. Uh, we'll we have all of our coverage of non-mobile stuff on tomsguide.com and follow me on Twitter at geekinchief. Very good stuff, and don't forget to tweet at Geek in Chief um, to let him know some really cool studio designs that we can put yep. for backdrops in his uh, platinum-crusted, uh, <laughs> diamond-plated huh. new home studio that he's moving into. I think those are backwards. Eh. <laughs> he, I don't know that you can plate in diamond. Why not? Hey, Avram will make it happen. Uh, it's true. It'll be, it'll be 19 nanometer. The whole the whole studio will be 19 nanometers. Nothing bigger. Love it. Avram, we will talk to you next talk week. Talk to you later.